What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Last Take Sports Podcast. And today, as you know, yesterday or two days ago, as you're listening to this, was the Final Four. And we are here to recap basically UCLA versus Gonzaga. We'll give we'll give you a little bit of Baylor Houston, but I mean we all know why we're talking why we're having this podcast. And let's start with obviously Baylor Houston. Baylor looked realistically last last night they probably look like the best team in the country i i would have to, i i would think so now gonzaga i still think is the best team in the country but baylor played like the best team in the country they went out against one of the best defensive teams and shot the lights out locked them down for 40 minutes and baylor looked nearly unbeatable obviously they didn't beat so they're not unbeatable and gonzaga is definitely a team that can beat them as we know but Baylor looked really good. It's, it's really as simple as that, Andrew. Yeah, and Baylor just dominated the game, and I was not expecting this. I expected them to win, but not exactly dominate. And you said it best yourself. Baylor looked like the best team in the country last night, but I think Gonzaga is still the better team. But going to the national championship, it'll be interesting to see who shows up and ultimately, who's the best team in the country? Because it is for the national championship. But going back to the final four game between Baylor and Houston, like you said, Baylor just shot the lights out, and Houston couldn't keep up by any means. Baylor was dominating the entire game, and they didn't look back. And I think they're looking like the best team in the country right now, but they have to face a team that has not lost to any team in the country this season. So it's a tough matchup, of course, but I think Baylor will be up for the challenge. They'll be ready, and they looked extremely well against Houston. So I'm interested to see how they look in the national championship game. And if it's anything like that, I think they have a damn good shot at winning the entire thing. Yeah, Andrew, and we don't need to continue talking about this game. I mean, that's not what everyone came here to listen about. We're here to talk about Gonzaga, UCLA. And in my lifetime, take away the stakes. That's the greatest game I've ever watched in my entire life. And I watched, I watched Villanova UNC, but that game was really defined by two shots. I know the stick and we're taking away stakes here. That 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 meant more. Obviously, that means more. But I think that game was really defined by the two shots that happened in the last five seconds. This game went into overtime, was crazy throughout the entire game. That game was still crazy. I'm but, but I think putting stakes aside, this is the greatest game I've ever watched in my entire life. And who knew that to, to end it all, Johnny Juzay gets his, gets his own rebound, follows the putback, or put, puts, puts, in, puts it in to tie the game at 90. Jalen Suggs has the opportunity to call a timeout. Mark Few decides not to use it. Great call. You don't use a timeout there. UCLA didn't have it. You would have given UCLA a chance to have their defense. You don't call a timeout there. Jalen Suggs, three dribbles, does a little. I, I mean, you could. He took. He, he, he got away with a step or two. I don't know if that. I, I wouldn't say it was a travel. I don't think it was a travel, but he definitely took an extra step or two after that third dribble and absolutely buried that. I mean, bang. Like, that was the most confident I've ever been on a bank shot going in. And Jalen Suggs, I mean, his celebration says it all. I mean, that was. That was the greatest game I've ever watched in my life. I mean, hopefully we get better 
tonight when you're listening to this podcast, but I, I really don't know if there's any way that Gonzaga Baylor can top that. Yeah, and you know what's crazy about that game, and you just knew the magnitude of just how crazy this game was, was the fact that my sister, who does not care about anything that has to do with basketball, let alone college basketball, she is somehow, while she is out of town doing her own thing, somehow found a way to watch this game. And my sister does not watch any basketball. She somehow was watching this game and was going as nuts as me when this shot happened. Once again, my sister does not care about anything that has to do with basketball, but that's just how crazy this game was. It had even non-basketball fans going crazy by this shot. The Jalen Suggs shot, of course. But this game was crazy, like you said. And I just feel bad for all of the kids at UCLA, especially Johnny Juzang and Jaime Hawkes. Man, what an incredible run, even though it ended in a tough way for them. What an incredible run. They were this close, so close. But of course, Gonzaga just came out on top due to just the clutch genes of Jalen Suggs. Man, what a shot. But yeah, it was crazy. UCLA kept up with them possession by possession. And they played a great game. But of course, Gonzaga, it's hard to beat them. You saw it right there. They're just so good and anybody could hit a shot for them whether it's Ayayi who had I think 22 points or something and he's probably the fourth best player on this team it's just crazy to see with this and this is what makes him so good it's that anybody can step up and be the guy for that team almost basically I mean you saw in in the final four game Ayayi he's typically not their best player but he played like it and I know you can make that argument, but he did score the most points and was definitely leading that team while they were struggling at points in the game. And Jalen Suggs had a great game on both sides of the ball. Timmy dominated the paint, especially in the in overtime to start it off. I mean, he was the reason why UCLA wasn't running away with it in overtime. And typically that's what UCLA does. And we've seen that in this tournament. They strike first in overtime. But Drew Timmy was the reason that didn't happen. And Kispert just looked solid all around. Gonzaga's, and we said this in the last podcast. Dude, Andrew, can we not, we have to acknowledge it. Kispert, on the, remember, you know, you know that backdoor cut that he had? Oh, God, I don't even remember when that was. It, it was may, maybe five minutes. I couldn't even remember. Yeah, I, I remember. Kispert went up. And the only the only more shocking dunk I've probably ever seen in my life is when Matt McCoy dunked in the Elite Eight against Duke. He went up and dunked on two guys. Corey Kispert did that. I didn't think he could jump. Corey Kispert showed me some hops. Yeah, I mean, it, it just shows how uh, versatile he is. I mean, who knew he could come in and dunk on two guys, but apparently he has it in his bag. It's just like I was saying, we, we knew that this Gonzaga team has so many stars, has so much firepower, and that's what makes them so good. They, they aren't going to beat you with their depth, but they got five guys, four guys who can just kill you in the entire game. Just, and that's, that's what makes Gonzaga so good. They're not deep, but they have, their weapons are just so strong. They overpower you. And Jalen Suggs, Ayayi, uh, Corey Kispert, Drew Timmy, they overpower you. And that, that's what makes this team so good. 
I, I feel bad for UCLA, like I said. I mean, hell of a run. I think they were just the best performing 11 seed I've ever seen. And they they deserved ah, – I can't say that. You know, I, I don't think I should say they deserved to win the game because Gonzaga just had a great game themselves too. But it, it just sucks to see a team that is the underdogs and everybody was doubting them the entire tournament. And they found their way in that situation and was on the – was on the worst end of it, the the wrong end of it, you know, and it just it, like I said, it sucks to see, but and Clark Kellogg said it himself, said it best himself. He said nobody lost this game, both teams won this game. It's just UCLA ran out of time, and that's exactly what I think happened here. I mean, nobody lost this game, and such a great game, one of the best games I've seen in a while, probably. The best game I've seen in my life, like Henry said, I don't know that that uh, championship game between Villanova and North Carolina comes close, maybe tops it. Who knows? Nonetheless, this game was an absolute thriller. This is an iconic game. And yeah, like I said, one of the best games I've seen in a while. Awesome game. Awesome shot by Jalen Suggs. Yeah, Andrew, and you said it yourself. Respect to you, CLA, and respect especially to Johnny Juzang. That, that guy put on an absolute show for six games that he played. Unfortunately, one of them involved a lot. Uh, in was a loss, and another one was a loss for a certain team. We're not going to talk about them, though. Um, but Johnny Juzang, my God, does that guy make tough shots. I mean, you got a guy with literally hand, hand in his face, pressing pressing him and he just shoots right over him it's he's not like he's Matthew Hurt where the ball's over his head and he and like Larry Bird where he's just flicking it over you I mean he's just rising up and jumping jumping right over top of your hand I mean the amount I was so impressed by Johnny Jose I mean honestly that game deserves second overtime but that game also deserved a buzzer beater so that was how just crazy this game was. No matter what, some some neither team lost that game. I mean, obviously UCLA did, but you know you know what I mean. UCLA deserved to be playing on Monday night, along with Baylor, along with Gonzaga, but neither of those teams played in any way where they deserved to lose that game at all. Yeah, and unfortunately, we can't have a three-team national championship. So of course. There has to be one loser. Unfortunately, that was UCLA. But like you said, Johnny Juzang played his butt off the entire tournament. Probably, I would say, was the best player throughout this tournament, regardless of team. He, he was just outstanding. And I, I just want to take a moment to talk about like that final, uh, final 45 seconds in overtime. I mean, it just shows you how like clutch this uh, UCLA team has been start off with the Jaime Hawkins three to uh, down by five. Keep this in mind with about 45 seconds left, chucks up the three hits it right in the face of the defender. And then they come up with a clutch stop. Johnny Juzang comes down, hits off the front iron, gets his board back, gets his rebound, puts it back up, ties the game. And of course the Jalen Suggs shot happens right after that. It just shows how UCLA 
has been fighting through the toughest situations in the game, the toughest circumstances, and still found their way to be there at the last possession. Like I said, unfortunately for them, it was an incredible buzzer beater. But nonetheless, game was crazy. Got to feel for Johnny Juzang. Got to feel for that UCLA squad. But crazy game. Congrats to Gonzaga. They, they did deserve that win. I know a lot of people would have liked to see the upset, but Gonzaga deserved to win that game. That shot, that last shot, I still can't get over it. I've been re-watching that thousands of times during the day, uh, during the day after, of course. Just crazy shot, crazy game. Congrats to Gonzaga on the incredible win. Yeah, Andrew, and I, without, without further ado, I think it's time for us to make our picks for the national championship game. Andrew, who do you got? Oh, I, I don't, I don't want to pick because it's so hard, but if I had to pick someone, it, it has to be Gonzaga. And that's just because, and I, I know uh, we said this earlier in the podcast, but Baylor played like the better team uh, in the final four in the first game in the final four, but Gonzaga is the better team all around. They've been the better team this entire season. They're the most consistent. They have the most star power, firepower, whatever you want to call it, weapons, whatever it is. They're just the better team. And I'm going to have to go with the better team. Although Baylor has looked better as of recently, at least in the final four, but yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with Gonzaga just because they're going to ride the momentum uh, off that uh, Jalen Sugg shot off that incredible overtime win over UCLA. And they're just, like I said, the better team. So yeah, I got, I got Gonzaga, but it will be a close one. I think. This is going to be a classic before this won't be, this won't be Gonzaga UCLA. I'll tell you that, but this is going to be, this is going to be a classic. I mean, this is the, been the two best. This is, this is the most anticipated national championship game that I've ever lived for. I know that's only like, 15 national championship games, but this is the most anticipated national championship game that I can imagine even before I was alive. I mean, this is the preseason AP number one and number two teams, the number one, number two teams that you could argue all year long, but with, without, with further, without further ado, I can't bet against a team that hasn't lost, whether I believe Baylor is the better overall team, the better team, I, the way Gonzaga has just found a way to win. I mean, you, they haven't been in close games, but they just seem to find a way to win. Even they just, they make enough plays to win. And I think down the stretch, guy, I think, I think the difference in this game is going to be Corey Kispert. And if, and if a guy like Mark Vital is going to be able to chase him off of screens for 40 minutes, or if they're going to have to use Matthew Meyer, I, I mean, He's the, he's the real matchup difference that they have in this game. And ultimately, I think Corey Kispert's just going to be too much. He's going to be the difference in this game. And I think Gonzaga wins this game. Wait, do you think Baylor is the better team in this game? Or do you think that Gonzaga will just win it because they're the better team? Because I thought I heard you say that regardless, if you think that Baylor is the better team in this game, you can't pick against an undefeated team in Gonzaga. So do you think that Baylor is the better team in this game and you're just picking Gonzaga just because of the matchup differences or, or are you picking Gonzaga because you truly think they're the better team in this game? 
Uh, I, I would have to go with the former. I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I, what I saw on Saturday night didn't lead me to believe that Gonzaga was better than Baylor. I mean, but the main difference is I don't see Mark Vidal chasing around Corey Kisper off of screens for 40 minutes and Corey Kisper could come out of the game hitting like five threes in a row. And just like that, we have a 15, nothing ball game. By the time you, Jim Nance can even say hello, friends, um, I, 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 I mean, Baylor plays defense. We know that. I don't know if Gonzaga really does that. Jalen Suggs does that. Joel Ayi does that. That that's rude. That's that's the Anton Watson fouls. I I, I mean, Gonzaga isn't like some defensive powerhouse, but. That the matchup, the Corey Kisper matchup. I mean, if he plays like he's been playing prior to the NCAA tournament, because that guy's been awful in the NCAA tournament. But if if he's been if he plays back to early, like the game again where he played against Virginia, dude had like forty points. I'm like ten for thirteen from three point range. If he does that, Gonzaga's gonna win. He's the key to this game for Gonzaga if they want to win, and it really makes sense considering he's the senior. He's the guy who's made the big shots except on Saturday night, but you know what I mean. So what, what I'm hearing from you is you think that Baylor is the better team, but because of the matchup differences and the matchup advantages towards Gonzaga, you have Gonzaga winning the game. I personally disagree, not on the fact that Gonzaga is going to win the game, but in terms of who's the better team, Gonzaga is just a much better team because they're offensive. They're way better on the offensive end just because they have so many weapons that they can go to. And I think you're not giving them enough credit on the defensive end. Aside from the UCLA game, they've been playing incredible defense all throughout the tournament. Or they've been playing teams who can't score all throughout the tournament. All right. Well, Gonzaga is a much more talented defensive team than you're giving them credit for. And I don't know they, what I mean so much. They, <laughs> Baylor is I, – I would say Baylor is the better defensive team, but – Gonzaga's a very solid defensive team as well, even if they're not as good as Baylor. Baylor's probably the best defensive team in the country, so it's it's hard to compare the two because one's just the best. But I would say Gonzaga's the best offensive team in the country, so you're, you're going to have a thriller coming, and that's, that's all we can say probably because our predictions only mean so much, but this game will be a classic, like you said, Henry, and – this is probably the most anticipated national championship I, I've been uh, waiting for because I got to be honest, we've been waiting for this game since the start of this season. And I, I can't remember a time where it was anything like this. I mean, we, we said it in our last podcast, it's almost like these two are on a collision course. Like we knew that this was happening. This was going to, we, we almost spoke it into existence is what I'm trying to say. And we've been waiting for it since the start of the season. We almost had our matchup, but it got canceled because of COVID, I believe, at the beginning of the season. And now we finally get to see it. I, I, I can't wait for it. It's going to be one of the better national championships we've seen in recent history, maybe of all time, crossing my fingers. Like Henry said, I don't know if it will be like the Gonzaga-UCLA game, but I hope it's near. I hope it's close to that. 
because that was an absolute thriller and I want to see something just like that, but I can't get too greedy. So I, I guess, I guess I'm, we're going to have to wait and see what happens, but I'm going to be tuning in. I know you are Henry and I hope all of you guys listening to this will be as well. It's going to be an absolute classic. Hopefully, like I said, crossing my fingers, but yeah, really excited, but I'm going with Gonzaga over Baylor. Yeah, Andrew, and with that being said, I think this would be a great time to wrap up today's podcast. As always, we want to thank everyone for listening. We hope you did enjoy. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and download this podcast, and we'll see you guys next time on the Last Take Sports Podcast.